It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Oz never did give nothing to the Tin Man that he didn't already have. I was, I was thinking that that particular song lyric is so obscure that even people who are old enough to know it might scrunch their faces in confusion. What? How did that go? It's from a song by a group called America entitled Tin Man. And as you can tell by the words, these fellas from America, the band, they came up with a, an interesting insight. For you see, there was nothing this guy named Frank Baum. Yeah, there was, there was this guy named Frank Baum, who you probably maybe know, wrote the book called The Wizard of Oz. I think most people have heard of The Wizard of Oz. Sometimes I get nervous about that. Oh, I'm, ta I'm talking. But I think most people have seen something about The Wizard of Oz. What, but what has sustained this book for years, being passed along from generation to generation, is that it not only has an interesting story, but it summarizes... Yes, it, it more or less summarizes the problem that we humans all struggle with, all within the confines of its pages. We, we believe, each one of us kind of believes we've located what we need, and we just convince ourselves that we don't have it. I know what I need, but I don't have it. So it creates this sense of, growl in our soul. See, the Tin Man was convinced, for instance, that he didn't have a heart. It, it, see, it turns out all the Wizard of Oz does for the Tin Man is he gives him a, a token to remind him of what a heart does and gives him a stopwatch that, so he can listen to it tick. Yeah, you, uh, likewise, you may remember the Cowardly Lion he, he wasn't really cowardly, but the wizard gave him an award for courage so he could confirm his desire to be strong. And let's not forget that crazy scarecrow who wanted a brain instead of a head full of straw. And the wizard gave him, what was it? A diploma? That was it, a diploma. So he could hold it up and say, see, somebody thought I was smart. And I guess we shouldn't forget Dorothy, right? Dorothy, who wanted to go back to Kansas, and it was made to clear to her that she had the power to do so. It was right there at her heels all the time. Click, click. I, I don't know. When I was I was sitting down thinking about this this week, I know I, you might think, "Oh, this sounds silly." I don't. I don't like it. this. Sounds too silly for me. But it, it, it struck me. 
as I watch the people around me struggle with what they fear to be their inadequacies, as they simultaneously, they seek God, they seek the government, psychologists, meditation, alcohol, drugs, and any number of, number of other wizards, as it were, to confirm to them how they can overcome their lack. It makes me, it makes me realize that each one of us is only weakened by our fear of weakness. But in other words, what do you know? I mean, what do you really know? You think there's power in knowing. Actually, your greatest power is in becoming. So what would happen if, like the Tin Man, you decided to become what you know? Simplify it. <laughs> Sounds a little simple, doesn't it? Which could lead to simpleton, and God knows you don't want to be a simpleton. You want to appear multi-layered. After all, it should take years to study you and the depth of your personality, of course. Can we be honest? Most people won't give us more than a few seconds of consideration, let alone years. So let me ask you another question. How about this Garden of Eden story? You know, I know maybe I'm bouncing between Wizard of Oz and Garden of Eden, but follow me here. This Garden of Eden story, and let's, why don't we drop a little bomb, Frank Bomb, on it? What if the Garden of Eden wasn't really a garden at all, but instead it was the internal life, the feelings, the spirit, the mind, and the strength of a human being? And it's just our job to be fruitful. What if each one of us is our own Garden of Eden? What if the answers don't lie in the stars or the, or the good book or some wise words from Dr. Phil and Sister Oprah? What if Jesus, the wizard of Nazareth, was right when he said, listen, it's been inside you all the time. It's called the kingdom of God, and it's within you. It's been there all the time. To solve the majority of your concerns and address the bulk of your problems. After all, the ten men showed a lot of heart, didn't he? in his concern for this strange girl who fell from the sky. The cowardly lion took on all sorts of monkeys. And the scarecrow was willing to be distraught. Yes, distraught to be of assistance to Dorothy. And I guess you have to admit that Dorothy herself stood up against apathy and stupidity and silliness and certainly some witchiness. What's if, what if it's inside of us? The Garden of Eden. And the mistake we continually make every day is constantly trudging over to one particular region inside ourselves where we play around with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, bouncing back and forth with theories and ideas and conversations between our foolishness and our discovery, only to end up confused. 
<laughs> See, that's the best way to destroy a human being. Don't shoot him in the head. Just confuse his head. He'll do the rest. She'll do the rest. What's the best way for us to emerge from the dark cloud of believing we're under a dark cloud? <laughs> how can the world know who you are? I mean, you know, how can we let people know where we're coming from, what we're doing, without passing out brochures, you know, and the, or talking too much? I can think of three magnificent attributes which are often overlooked in us uh, assessing how to get our Garden of Eden well advertised and well picked over. Number one, a smile. Mm. And two, courtesy. Three, patience. A smile. Courtesy, patience. You see, these are not virtues. These, these are keys to get you in the doorway of a life of someone else's Garden of Eden, to make you available, to make yourself available to them and them to you. And when these are inserted at the right moment, I'm talking about a smile. I'm talking about courtesy. I'm talking about patience. They are gleaming gold in a world of dirt clots. What if Dor Dorothy didn't have a smile? What if she hadn't won over the munchkins and they held off the information about the yellow brick road? What if she hadn't shown courtesy to the scarecrow, the lion, and the tin man? Could she have fought off all the problems along the way? Of course not. But courtesy opened the door to friendship. Friendship opened the door to allies, and allies opened the door to victory. What if she had not given these friends of hers patience as they struggled with their foolish insecurities? Because when you watch The Wizard of Oz, even when you're just a little kid, you don't really believe the Scarecrow is brainless. You don't. You don't think that the Tin Man has no heart and you... Certainly don't hold to the idea that the lion is cowardly. You're feeling for them. You're thinking, you know, why don't you look inside? Why don't, why don't you find your Garden of Eden inside? Why don't you find the kingdom of God within you? You struggle along with them, hoping that they will come to their senses and find that singing truth. Oz never give, did give nothing. Oz never did give nothing to the Tin Man that he didn't already have. Because you can't fake things, all right? You can't fake these things. My dear God, you paste a smile on your face without feeling it. You can look like a corpse in a box. You can't wait for courtesy to take over in your thinking or the moment will pass and you'll be kicking yourself for not knowing what to do, not reaching out, not, not showing some feeling and empathy. And it's impossible to be patient after you've, after you've already started your fit of grumbling. So what kept these four individuals from discovering what they already had inside of them? 
the Garden of Eden, that garden that was growing. And what made them think that they needed to pursue the Wizard of Oz, the knowledge of good and evil? People think, if I just could get more information, uh, if I could just get in front of a therapist who could explain to me why I have this particular sensation. Because their smiles, if they don't find the Garden of Eden, our smiles, all of them just get changed to perplexed faces. You ever see perplexed faces? You walk through a mall and you look at people and, and it, here they are in the middle of the greatest shopping potential in the history of mankind. And they got this look on their face like, what? Why am I here in this mall? I forgot. Why did their courtesy, why did their courtesy, let's say they didn't use it, the scarecrow and the tin man and the cowardly lion and Dorothy, then they might procrastinate on their journey if they didn't think that they could affect something. See, our problem is often we don't really, really believe we can affect anything, so we just put it off. We put it off tomorrow, tomorrow, next week, a month from now. And why does our patience often turn into fear? Fear over the obstacles that stand in our way. Do you think it should be easy? See, that may be what screws you up, maybe what screws me up. I would just give anything if something was easy. Why can't this be more easy? Oh, there is an easier way. Well, yeah. But you don't investigate it, and it doesn't have anything to do with your Garden of Eden. It doesn't have anything to do with your soul. It's contrary to what you believe, but you pursue it anyway. That's really what's happening in the country today. We're, we're under the assumption right now that as long as you can blow hard, it means you're strong. Really? Because there were so many things that the quartet in Oz had to endure. So many problems, so many witches come from every direction. that could have scared them away from common sense. Just like it does you and me. We don't spend enough time in our own Garden of Eden. Just sitting there looking like, wow, look what look, look at what all I got. I got a brain. I got feelings. Look at all these experiences I had. I, I even have a talent or two. My God, what is at my fingertips is a handful. At my fingertips, I have a handful of possibility. And then take it into our own heart, our own emotions, letting our spirit speak and using the reasoning part of our brain and then feeling our strength. Our strength encourages instead of every ache and pain. Here's the power. In a world filled with perplexed looks, procrastination and grumbling, you become a champion 
simply by using what you have until more shows up. That's what happened to those four in Oz. The Scarecrow, the Lion, the Tin Man, and Dorothy. They just decided the greatest thing they could do in their lives was become the person they admired. They have a person inside that they admire, and rather than hoping that a, a magic wand would prang them or that prayer would change things, they decided to practice practice becoming the person they admire. I'm not so sure any one of us can find our answers simply going to our favorite wizard in Oz. I sometimes feel great sadness when I listen to speakers, politicians, corporations, and preachers play off of the anger of the human beings around. Play off that anger to get their attention, their vote, or their devotion of course, let's not forget getting their money. The greatest thing you can do is empower people to find their own Garden of Eden in the kingdom of God within them so that their emotions can be touched by their own resources. Those emotions can be passed through their spirit, their own spirit for purity. And then renew their own mind that's waiting to be transformed. To then feel like their whole body gains new strength. Frank surely did drop a bomb on us, Mr. Frank Bomb. I don't know, it's one of the greatest stories ever told. It's, it shows us that we can feel free to journey and struggle, but basically the answers to our problems lie within us right there in our earthly being and home. So the good news is, instead of applauding those who choose to be different, grab a tambourine and of your own free will, join the band with your Garden of Eden. And the better news is, communicate to those around you that you truly believe by reaching inside your heart, soul, mind, and strength and start becoming instead of complaining. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com. <laughs>